0: Lose the cape podcast episode 81 you I have a little bit of a froggy uh, voice today so excuse me I will make this intro super sweet and short I just wanted to remind you about our mother's day giveaway we are really excited about this prize pack we have all kinds of really fun nice things in it including a bunch of lovely bath items from Lizzie's love. She included a stress away, roller ball, assorted bath salts that smell so good. I want to eat them. Uh, lavender body lotion, vanilla sugar scrub. We've got two sets of beautiful earrings from vintage meat modern. We've got copies of the lose the Cape books. We have um, a free um, prize prize for the shield sisters, uh, self love course and all kinds of really, really, really good stuff. So make sure you head on over to our website, lose the forward slash podcast forward slash 81. If you want to see more about it or to go ahead and get entered, all you have to do is go to iTunes and, um, leave us a review and we will pick someone who has left a review between, um, when we first started announcing this and Mother's Day. So I'm going to stop talking now. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Hey boss ladies, I'm Alexa Bigworth and I'm the founder of Cat Biggie Press and Write Publish Sell. I help women fulfill their book writing dreams through author coaching and publishing support. You can find out more at writepublishcell.co
1: Hey y'all, I'm Aubrey Mathis, owner and founder of Today May Suck, a comfort gift company for your peeps going through the suckiest of times. I also help moms get off the couch and into some hills, create a biz they love, and live a life unpinned. For more information, visit AubreyMathis.com.
0: Together, we bring you real talk from life-experienced women, celebrating, empowering, and encouraging the woman behind the kids, the marriage, and the business, we know that you don't have to be supermom to be a super mom. So join us and lose the cape. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast, where we interview busy modern business ladies who also happen to be mothers or support mothers. And today we are excited to have Shelly Robinson. She is known as the healthy habit maker for her passion and expertise in how to make healthy habits stick. She empowers purpose driven women to shed unwanted pounds, skyrocket their energy, and reclaim their health once and for all. She believes that dieting is the road to insanity. Amen, sister. And that baby <laughs> steps and grace are the keys to long lasting weight loss. Wait, loss. I cannot speak today. When she's not coaching, she's snuggling with her two kiddos, playing volleyball with her husband, watching a shark tank or sipping iced matcha lattes.
2: Yeah. What's a matcha latte? Oh, that is my favorite tea. It's a green tea. It's a powdered green tea. Oh. And it's got, I feel like it's like the perfect beverage for moms because it's got caffeine and something called theobromine in it. That's like really, really calming. So oh. it's like this magical, that puts you, I feel like it puts you in like this magical Zen state where you have energy, but patience to like deal with the, uh, well, the poop in the crib this morning, for instance, that I woke up oh, to. No. You know? oh. So oh, no. yeah, the diaper was off. I've met, that's never happened before. And I was oh. like, this happened, you know, I've heard, I've heard the stories, but I was like, this is, this, yeah, yeah, it's my world now. So we, we actually <laughs> talked about this on an interview not too long ago. And I was like, <laughs> really?
0: I was so lucky that my, I, I never had that experience. Never. Yeah. I, I never had, had a poop smear.
1: Several times. Yeah. They didn't smear. Mine weren't smears, but they did take the diaper off and just poop. Yeah. And I think I, I said in the last interview, the, my first child, she pooped in the corner and I called my mom. I'm like, do I rub her nose in it? She's like, no, she's not a dog. I didn't know. I did not. Once again, I did not rub
2: my child's nose in her good job. Nose. Well done. <laughs> well done. Yeah. So I went downstairs and grabbed my tea and I was like, I can handle this. I can handle it. I've got a podcast. We're gonna wash the sheets and we're gonna, I'm
1: gonna yeah. do this.
2: Oh, you can make it through well. You look very nice and put together. Aww. You'd never know
0: you'd started to a rough day. Oh, thank I, you. I need a healthy drink that's a little bit better for me. I have been drinking apple cider. Vinegar in the morning, and Good I feel you. oh, I feel like I'm gonna throw up all over the place. Oh <laughs> yeah,
2: that takes getting used to for real. Oh my gosh, it does. So I've been doing it
0: for like three weeks, and I still feel have it you. Makes, it makes me burp really, really loud.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and right now,
0: I just feel like I'm gonna throw up all over the place. Aww. So if I if I get up unexpectedly and leave, <gasps> Aubrey, take over. <laughs> okay. Ew, do you eat anything on top of this? Yeah, that's I'd a good question. Hurt. I haven't. I need, oh yeah. gosh, it is hurting. Yeah,
2: yeah, I feel like food with that is probably a good... Good idea, because it is. It's like on your stomach, on an empty stomach. All the yeah, it can, be a it can Whoa, feel a little rough. Can be a little rough. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, well, tell us about more about you. I'm I'm really happy to see you again. Another one of my boss mom retreat. I peeps. know.
1: I know. <laughs> I'm happy like, to Shut see up you already too. Already about the okay. Podcast. Enough. <laughs> I'm jealous. It <laughs> happened. Still gonna Aww. plug that Texas treat in there. <laughs>
2: Oh, my gosh. oh yeah. I would love to share a little bit more. So I have two kids, as we mentioned. Um, one is six, my little boy Chase and the other is 20 months yesterday. And she is her name is Grace side. note: her name is Grace because my son picked that he wanted her name to rhyme with him or with his. And I was really, really tired. I had a really rough pregnancy with her. And he was like, I like Grace. And I was like, He's like, I like that it rhymes with mine, and I said, done, good, we're good. So that was hey, how to he think. could have picked something. He totally so could worse. have picked, like Wonder Woman, or yes. yeah. <laughs> he, I was impressed. I was like, I think that's a solid choice. So, um, yeah. So yeah, their age gap is fun because he is able to kind of take care of her and be the leader, and that's a really fun. I haven't gotten him to change her diapers yet, but I'm working on <laughs> it. Um, And I live in Columbus, Ohio, uh, and I have a husband whose name is Jim, and he's like a really big part of my business. So that's been a really fun and, you know, interesting way to navigate our marriage. It's just another layer of, you know, complexity. But overall, it's been a really, really good um, thing for us. And I am a health, as you mentioned in the beginning, I'm a health and performance coach. And my area of expertise is really helping moms who feel like they don't have time for their health to create really bite-sized, doable habits that last for life. So I I really get into like the emotional side, the psychological side, the neurological side of like why we can't do what we know. Like we know what to do but we don't do what we know. And so I, I really enjoy helping people kind of break through that barrier because we all have a lot of nutritional knowledge, we know what we should do, but it's just so hard to change our behavior. So that's really that's what I get into it like really lights me up. I love seeing people make changes that don't feel like Miserable to them. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. And you
1: probably hear this a
2: lot, but I just really like food. <laughs> yeah, I do. I just had. I got up a call with a client yesterday. She's like, I think my problem is that I like the food, and I was like, that's not your problem, food. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I mean. I, I think,
0: yeah. I think it's interesting though because you really can. Um, I, I just finished going through the whole thirty program with. Yeah. Um, with uh, Sam Rogers. And oh, good. Eating clean, cooking dirty, mm-hmm. and you really can change what tastes good to you. Well, first of all, whole clean food when cooked in good recipes is just amazing anyway. Yes. But um, now, I mean, I, for example, we went to a little event the other night and I got some French fries and a chicken finger, not because that's what I wanted to, but that's what was offered. And Mm -hmm. I I couldn't eat it. I took like one bite and I was just like, it's kind of gross. I don't Mm -hmm. like the way it tastes anymore. Yeah. Before I'd be like, Oh, chicken fingers, French fries.
1: Let me have them all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm still (laughs) at that point in life. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Well, there is hope, Aubrey. Your your taste buds can change for sure. They (laughs) do.
1: Yes, they do. And Coke. I used to love a Mm -hmm. glass of Coke.
2: Every once in
0: a while, I'll still get a craving for it, but if I cave in and go buy it, I just can't drink it. Yeah. It's too sweet. It is too sweet. And that's well, awesome. and not even the sweetness. It just tastes like I'm drinking chemicals. Mm. Yeah. Right. And when I she's... don't know if, yeah, I think that's a psychological mind shift that
2: I'm just like, this is bad for me. And yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: That's awesome, though, that you don't need someone like beating it over your head. You just kind of naturally arrive at that on your own, which is perfect yeah well i mean it took a long time to get there it's been uh, well, yeah <laughs>
0: and and really whole 30 wasn't something that i just did for shits and giggles it was like my my yeah. health was i i have lupus and i needed okay. i needed i was having a lot of pain and problems and all that mm-hmm. jazz so yeah i needed to do something drastic and i need to lose still about 40 pounds so mm-hmm. i'm down 20. good
2: yeah I'm that's awesome that. very but, cool i love sam's program it's work. great. She's yeah. amazing.
0: Okay. So tell us a little bit more then about how you, cause I've just been, you know, tooting my own horn there. Oh, no, <laughs> it's awesome. What, what kind of, um, what kind of, uh, let's deal with Aubrey. She likes the chicken nuggets and, and French fries. I do.
1: And the French fries and the beer. I mean, oh, I <laughs> yeah, do, I do like the beer.
2: I like, I like wine. a nice IPA myself. Yeah. I mean, I think that's stuff. I mean, that those are things I still eat regularly, but it's like that. I don't like to use that term 80 20 because I'm, you know, no one's calculating how much I'm not calculating. Like, is this 80%? Like I better not tip the tip to 81, but you know, it's that balance where you're like, if you're eating enough whole unprocessed foods, then the 20% is not going to make or break anything. I mean, and that could like vary a little bit if you're trying to lose weight or if you have like specific medical things going on, but just to really feel good from the inside out i think you can just have a lot of balance and not feel guilty about having some treats every once in a while and that's kind of how i've finally been able to sustain my own weight and my own health is i've stopped thinking that i have to be perfect and i feel like the people i work with and the moms that i support are all super passionate and we're like also driven and want to do everything really well that we, that carries over into our health. And so we say, oh, if I cannot follow this plan to a T, then I might as well not do it. At least that's been my, that's kind of been my lifelong thinking. Like I'm a very all or nothing person, black or white. (laughs) And those tend to be the women that like get into business and want to do their own things. And then that carries over into their food. And they say, well, you know what, if I can't like go all in with this and do it just right, then I'm not going to do it. And so I try to like help them overcome that. I call it like a limiting belief where that's not. Sure, you can still have your chicken wings you can still have a beer and you're gonna be fine you know like it's not gonna make or break anything so yeah
0: see the what I struggle with though is that uh, is the creep like one mm-hmm. day I'll be like okay I've been eating clean for yeah 30 days I'm gonna just have a little bit of ice cream today and then mm-hmm. the next day it's well I'm just gonna have a little bit of ice cream today yeah and a little piece of chocolate and the next day it's well I'm just gonna have wine the whole tub of ice cream <laughs> <laughs> I
2: know. Well, I think, yeah, that is tricky. And I will tell you like the sugar thing, especially there's an interesting statistic out there. Like sugar stays in your brain. Like you start, you keep thinking about it for three days after you eat it. It's your body will create. And that's, I mean, I'm sure there's some variability to that if you like actually did one person to the next, but generally speaking, there's this three day rule where after you eat sugar, you crave it for three days after that. And so that's not like your fault. And I think women get caught up in like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? I want the ice cream again. Like, why can't I stop thinking about it? And your body's just like, it's so good. I love it! <laughs> you know. And so it's just something that you have to like know going in when you eat the ice cream or the treat that you're like, okay, like, how do I feel after I eat this kind of crappy? And then you just have to kind of teach yourself, you know, you just remember how you feel after you eat that stuff. And you know, like a couple of scoops here and there is no big deal. But, you know, as you do it day after day, you'll start noticing that you're like, Oh, I didn't feel, I don't feel as well as I did when I wasn't doing this. So it's just that body recognition where you're like, you know, noticing how you feel after you eat that sort of thing and then changing your behavior from that. Absolutely. But it is a slippery I, slope. <laughs> yeah, I get it, is. it.
1: And I don't, um, necessarily struggle with weight um Mm -hmm. thank you to my grandmother for that (laughs) um but I did notice like once I turned 35 that Uh it wasn't because I used to get just oh I need to drop five pounds and you
2: know I go run a
1: mile and there it would go and now (laughs) I have to like really work out to the point of like the sweat dripping off and Uh you know maintain that and I don't mind a workout like that like I enjoy pushing myself Mm -hmm. so I have that mentality like oh I'll just go you know die at a workout. Right. I'm going to eat this. Right. Platter of fried pickles. Fried pickles. (laughs) Yes. It's a a vegetable. vegetable. It is. It
2: was once a cucumber. (laughs)
1: It's
2: like, it's, you're pretty much eating a salad, I think.
1: Exactly. Yes. But I need to, I need to shift that mindset because I am past 35 now and closer to 40 and it's not I mean, I can't eat the platter of
2: pickles. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a saying out there that, like, you can't, you know, you can't exercise away a bad diet because, you know, the diet counts so much more than the exercise. And the exercise is great for lots of reasons that you probably already know. But, yeah, it's just – it's so much, We it would be so much easier if we just really ate well most of the time and then didn't feel compelled to exercise it away. Like you want your exercise to be like kind of enjoyable and like, mm-hmm. I'm doing this because I like to move my body and it's good to sweat every once in a while or, you know, get those endorphins going and not a form of punishment for like, <laughs> punishment. You just yes. ate. no, I feel like yeah. that's what I do. Yeah. And a lot of people do that. And I, I always try to like remind women, like, There's nothing wrong with eating the fried pickle. You know, you don't feel like you have to go to the gym and like kill yourself tomorrow because then you're kind of like taking away the fun of eating the fried pickles. Like if you're going to eat the cake or whatever it is, have the beer, like enjoy it. Like just, you know, you savor that and then don't feel bad about it. Don't feel like you have to make up for something, but it's hard I think, yeah, like you said, when we get older, like things, our weight doesn't drop as quickly and our metabolism changes a little bit. And then after kids, our hormones are all jacked up, you know, it's just, it's a delicate balance. But I will say like, I don't know if you do weight training, but just the muscle building and the strength training Mm -hmm. is huge because then you're burning calories all day long and you don't have to feel like you have to go to the gym for this set amount of time. Like your metabolism is just, you know, firing away on its own
1: i go find me a weight real quick. I know. <laughs> yeah.
2: I go, get go get some dumbbells. Go get some dumbbells. I do.
1: Yeah, I, I do <laughs> do a lot of the weight training because the running, that's out.
2: Well, it's good. No, running is good. Yeah. But, I mean, it's one of those things. I personally was, like, a cardio junkie. And I didn't want to lift weights and I just, it wasn't something I enjoyed. So I had to really like find fun ways to build muscle because it wasn't my thing, but I've kind of learned to enjoy it. And now I know the benefits of having muscle and, you know, as we get older and we're picking up kids, I mean, we just, it's like, it's necessary, you know, like whether, whether we want the muscles or not, we need them because I'm like lugging around, let's see, between my two kids, like 80 pounds all day, like they're both (laughs) on me and I'm like, I need my biceps.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So how do you, um, how do you work with women to shift their mindset if they're stuck? Like, I mean, I know for me before I started, so I have to just backtrack a little bit. Yeah, whole 30 is super hard because you eliminate mm-hmm. everything. No sugar, yeah. no alcohol, no grains, no, I mean, it is just pure if god didn't make it himself you don't yeah. put it in your mouth <laughs> right. yeah so, minus the olive oil, think, olive oil. <laughs> right um, so i had already gone gluten-free because of lupus so for yeah. me i think it was a lot easier to transition into whole 30 because i i hadn't been eating cake and cookies and bread and those types. right of things people crave so badly but for someone who is in that spot and, and really, really suffers with those cravings or can't understand how they could ever live without bread or live yeah. without, you know, how do you work with people to shift that mindset and, you know, and to, well, to shift the mindset? <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I, yeah, I think the mindset, like I mentioned earlier is a lot of like, I have to either go totally clean what you did in whole 30 and there is nothing wrong with that. I would never criticize a program like that because I love that people want to get healthy but I can't tell you how many women have come to me after those programs and say, now what? Like, how do I keep this off? How do I keep this going? And there's, I've never participated in Whole30, but from what I gather, there's not like a lot of, you know, directions on how to sustain that or keep that momentum going after the program's over. Right. So, um, so anyway, to shift their mindset, I, I always give them very, very small assignments that are doable and that, effective. So we start with really small changes with their breakfast. We don't talk about lunch. We don't talk about dinner. We start with one thing at a time and make the changes really, really gradual. And in doing that, you can see and experience and feel the changes um, without it being so drastic. So that way, by the time we get to dinner or by the time we get to like a more consistent workout routine or self-care, it all starts to feel very automated and very like a seamless part of your life where the programs where you're eliminating a lot of stuff is fine. And that's kind of a exercise in willpower and everyone has different (laughs) levels of that, but I don't, that's kind of my thing. That's kind of my jam. I say, I don't, I don't want you to have to use willpower. I don't want you to have to use white knuckles. I want the changes you make to be really a natural, seamless part of your already crazy, busy, hectic life so when they when they've experienced like oh when I have this smoothie or when I have this healthy breakfast in the morning I actually feel good until lunchtime and they start you get kind of addicted to that you're like I want to keep doing that and then you Mm -hmm. kind of naturally want to improve your lunch and naturally you know so it's all this domino effect that doesn't feel like punishment you know or really restrictive I think that's a really important point. Um, Whole30 is a
0: very extreme measure of, yes. <laughs> of changing your diet. Yeah. It doesn't have to start off extreme. And that's, I, I love yeah. That approach. Just yeah.
2: Well, and personally, I struggled with mm. the extreme eating myself. Like I, I went through a lot of like when I, I, I got into health coaching in the first place because I was struggling with infertility. And so I was trying to change my health not just for weight loss, but because I wanted to get pregnant again. And so there was like a lot at stake for me. So I did really extreme things to fix my hormones and get healthy again. And so that became like a problem for me. Um, And so I, I do meet a lot of women who are kind of recovering from that extreme approach And what ends up happening and what ended up happening to me is like, I would be face planning in brownie batter or Nutella or ice cream, Uh you know, I would be like really clean for like 10 or 20 days. And then I would be so (laughs) like wanting something, I would feel so restricted that I would end up like binging for days afterwards. So, and not everyone does that, but I mean, I think that's a potential risk of doing something that's really super restrictive like that for some people. Yeah. So yeah, it's a delicate balance.
1: Wow. Okay. So I'm an emotional eater too. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm bored, yep. you know, I need that little snack or mm-hmm. I'm totally the person who you would bring a casserole to if it was, I had a funeral because I'm going to eat it. Like I'm never <laughs> too sad that I can't eat. I'm like, oh, You're- macaroni and
2: cheese. I know there's good. people that get stressed out who don't eat. I'm like, how does that work? Yeah. I'm like, who are you? But I'm not, I'm generally,
1: fortunately, not sad, but I am bored quite often. Yes. Or I think mm-hmm. I'm bored. And that's when the munchies yeah. <laughs> come in. And yeah. we, um, my husband rodeos. So, oh, cool. from like May to August, we're in a truck. Okay. And we're eating on the road. Or yeah. um, rodeos provide hospitality for the contestants. And mostly it's barbecue. <laughs> every right. we go to. Right. Um, so, usually in the summer, I don't get a lot of physical activity. I mean, if uh-huh. we stop, I try to do something.
2: Yeah. But the
1: eating is, you know, we do, we do try to stop and get fruits and vegetables, but I mean, and I have kids who would rather have the Nutella for breakfast. Yeah. like
2: who would How it? would it's you, delicious. um, <laughs> what advice would you
1: give as a mom for, to like bring my kids on board because mm-hmm. I can choose the fruit, the salad over,
2: you know, yeah. something.
1: but for them they don't. And I don't force them to Alexa and I've had this conversation because I just don't force them to eat the vegetables.
2: (laughs) I know that's hard because yeah, that can backfire too. That's a really like tricky balance to kind of create in your family with your kids, but for kids, for changing habits and really for anyone wanting to change habits, what you have to do is replace the thing that you don't want to do anymore. So maybe replacing the Nutella or the, the, the snacks or the treats or, you know, the peanut M&Ms, whatever it is you're snacking on in the road with something that's familiar. To that, so it doesn't. You don't have to swap out your Nutella with kale, and you don't have to go from peanut M and M's to like (laughs) arugula. I mean, that's just not going to work. So the Uh there's all these studies that have been done that in order to change a habit, you have to replace. If it's a you know a habit that you want to change, it has to be replaced with something familiar because our brains are drawn to familiarity. We just want the same thing over and over again, and that's because our brains are trying to be efficient. They just want like to you know they want to just do behaviors that are automatic and not have to think too much. So for instance with like the Nutella and the for breakfast in the morning, what comes to mind is like a really good I don't know if you guys are up for smoothies, but swapping that out with something that tastes kind of sweet and dessertish. So for my kids and for my little boy who I'm sure loves Nutella, we do like a chocolate peanut butter banana smoothie in the morning. And it's mm. I make it so that it tastes like dessert. I mean I love it. And I'm sure like the taste buds going from Nutella to that you wouldn't, it's still not as sweet as Nutella, right? Mm -hmm. But you can make it really, really creamy and good and like kind of make it out to be a milkshake and just throw some spinach in there. No one's going to know the difference, you know, like just stick it in there and like keep it on the down low. And they really do think that you just have to like kind of make it out to be, you got to do a little PR around it and like make it out to be this really (laughs) fantastic thing um, that tastes kind of like Nutella. And you can like really emphasize the chocolate you can just use right. like unsweetened cocoa powder. So yeah, I mean, I think as, if you can swap things out that are similar to what you have been eating, but are just as tasty, you know, tasty like that, it's a really good place to start instead of making that extreme like
0: swing. No, or, just, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, that's, yeah. That's, that's tough to do on the road though. Do you have <coughs> yeah, any so like
2: um, make ahead snacks or anything like yeah, that? Yeah. So that's a good question. So, um, kind of similar to the chocolate peanut butter smoothie. Like I'm big into snacks because my kids want to snack all day, every day. Mm-hmm. So we have these little, um, energy balls that I make that are basically whatever nut butter you like, peanut butter, almond butter. I know there's a lot of allergies, so you have to whatever works for your family. And then honey, some oats and, um, uh, chia seeds and you just roll those up into little balls and I can get you guys the recipe so you can put it in the oh, show awesome. notes but yes it's really like you throw it together and you take it on the road and you can eat those on the go all the time and they're so 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 good they taste like little cookies so yeah you can just awesome. take whole on you know unprocessed foods put them into little snack bite sort of things and just take them to go basically just
1: don't be lazy and eat at the gas station. Like I'm going to have to put some work into this. <laughs> well, but, yeah, it does know, require it. a little prep. Yeah, yeah. It is
2: worth it. And the cool thing is, is like getting your kids involved, you know, like they're, it's fun to make that kind of stuff when it tastes good. They like to lick their fingers. They can lick the bat. you know, like that's fun for them. I think if you can make it yeah. a fun thing, that cool. way it's not you, Aubrey, like slaving yeah. away in the kitchen. You're like, listen, kids, this is for you guys. Like I you're making this with me.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it would probably save us some money. Cause I'm not even gonna lie, we were starving one night. And sometimes you get up in the mountains, and it's like uh-huh. eight hours before you get to an- another gas station. Oh my god! And we found this like hole in the wall, <clears throat> and we spent a hundred and eight dollars at a gas station
2: Whoa. on just like chips and yeah.
1: turkey. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I have never felt so bad mentally oh. and physically. <laughs> right. I mean, I just like that my husband like, I can't believe we just did that. <laughs> <laughs> we were starving though, so yeah, we yeah. we found the first grocery
2: store and stocked up. After that, it was
1: like we just spent hundred right. and eight dollars and we get steak. I
2: mean, right, and we now have a stomachache to show for it. Yeah. <laughs> so I have Aww. a
0: question about replacing salty snacks because my kids Ooh. love chips. Yeah, my kids can eat an entire bag of Dorito like fast. Doritos faster than you can like. <laughs> I mean, right like, and i i have a hard time struggling to find something i've tried like the um the veggie chips I've yeah things and mm, they're not buying they don't it. fall they're, for it no. yeah they don't have,
2: <laughs> well you know and there's there's like certain chemicals in and i, I don't want to get too much into this but in doritos and those processed foods that are like actually designed there's books been written about this that are designed to get you addicted to them like mm-hmm. they want they have you coming back for more and so they're super hyper palatable. And so it's like, you know, your kids craving those again and again, and anyone craving them. It's just, it's not really their fault. Like just something in those make you want to come back to them. But I think one of the easiest things to replace um, chips with is if you can make homemade popcorn. And I know that's like homemade sounds like kind of like an ordeal, but if you just get kernels and throw some coconut oil or butter in the bottom of a paint or like a little pot you can pop that in three mm-hmm. or five minutes and then yeah. you can put as much salt that you want on and you can use like a healthier sea salt so it's not you know it's not coming from like the store or whatever and then I what I love doing with my kids is um sprinkling mm-hmm. it with cinnamon or sugar or something to just make it their own flavor so they each get to say oh I want to make this is my cinnamon sugar popcorn or this is my buttery salty popcorn and you can kind of like customize it to their Taste so I think popcorn's a cheap and easy way to make something on your. Or you could get it at the store too, but um, it's fun to make at home. I think and then have a big batch of it for the week.
0: Yeah, I love making homemade popcorn. It reminds me of being a kid because that's the way yeah. my parents always yep. made it. Big pot on the
2: stove, heat up mm-hmm. that yeah. oil. Yep. <laughs> yeah,
1: that tastes better too. And it what was has, uh, Less- cayenne pepper on our? Yeah, so it's like spicy. Yep.
0: Yeah, wow. there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we. um, I did an. I wrote a health article. Um, a couple years ago too about all the chemicals that are in the microwave popcorn bags oh yeah and there's it's like real, yeah. there's a oh, butane yes I oh say. my god it's what true, <laughs> but, butane like, you're right yeah i mean it's scary, crazy scary stuff yeah. in popcorn bags that seeps into popcorn when you're popping oh yeah that being said i had a crazy week and there is a whole um box of microwave popcorn in my <laughs> cupboard
2: right oh. now <laughs> I- <laughs> Yeah, I know it's, it's a hard, it's, it seems like getting that, that pot out and the oil or the butter or whatever you're going to use, it seems like a big deal. But once you kind of, if you, if you can make that like a fun little Sunday family ritual yeah. and like link it to something else, it's fun that maybe like it's a movie afterwards or fun music or whatever it is that you can make it a fun thing and not a chore. And that's kind of the key to any healthy habit is just, you've got to have like a good association with it or you're going to dread it and you're not going to do it.
0: <laughs> Very true.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So um, what led you to become a health coach?
2: Yeah, so I think I started chatting about this, but I became a health coach about five years ago. And when we went to, so I got pregnant with my first child about five minutes after we got married. So that was like (laughs) easy peasy. And like struggling with infertility was something that never was even on my radar. I always felt like I was relatively healthy and it just wasn't anything that I'd considered so then we tried to get second or pregnant with our second child when he was about 18 months old and um, I, I couldn't. And I, I put a lot of pressure on myself during that time to lose weight for my first baby. And I was basically living in like a stressful pressure cooker that I was completely doing to myself. I mean, there was nothing super stressful going on in my life, but I think it caused my hormones to become unbalanced. My adrenals were really fatigued and my body was just not functioning. So I got really interested in how to kind of correct that on a more natural level. So I just got really interested in um, understanding how food affects that lifestyle stress levels. And I just kept pursuing this knowledge. And I ended up wanting to just become a health coach to really seal the deal. So I quit my 12 year corporate marketing job. And we downsized. We had just got done building like our dream house. Like it was like, you know, the blood, sweat and tears that goes into building a house. Like we just were really convicted about making that lifestyle change. So we sold our house. I went back to school and that was five years ago and I've never really looked back. And I think my biggest takeaway was I went into this thinking, oh, food will fix everything. Like when I was going through infertility, I was like, you know what, if I drink enough green smoothies and if I eat enough salads, then, you know, that will be the magical solution. And it wasn't. And that's probably been my biggest takeaway from all of this, all of my experience and working with clients is that health is really like an inside out job. It's, it starts in your head. It's a mindset thing. Um, There's a lot of emotional stuff that goes into changing your health. So that's what I've become most passionate about is helping people kind of understand where they don't have that love for themselves and that limiting belief that they're not worthy of their, you know, moms think that they have to put themselves on the back burner and not take care of themselves. So it's just, it's been a really interesting journey where food is certainly a huge part of being healthy, but there's so many other aspects of being healthy and well and just enjoying life because I was being healthy at the expense of, I was stressed out about it. I was stressed out and, healthy, you know, what my definition of healthy was. So it's trying to help people understand that you can be healthy and actually enjoy life (laughs) and have fun with it. So, but yeah, it was my struggle with infertility that really led me into this profession.
1: But we take it you did um, get pregnant because you have. Yes, I do. Yeah,
2: I have um, a little girl, but I'll be totally transparent. I, despite all of my trying to like regulate my hormones through food and exercise and all that. I did end up using medicine because I just never, I never got to a point, and this was years ago where I could fix my own problems. And I think I was, like I said, I was relying on food only. I I did not include self-care. I didn't reduce my stress levels. And I think had I had that, you know, hindsight's 20-20, but had I realized the power of that, I think I would have gotten a lot further along in my you know, improving my health. And so now I feel like I've kind of done all that. I've kind of I feel like my health is really um on on point from the inside out, not just food wise. Yeah.
1: Okay. So with your two kids, your are yeah. you mentioned your husband is involved a lot.
2: Yeah. How do
1: you my husband, we work both from home, so we're here a lot. You and do. I we don't balance anything. We see saw mm-hmm. it. Like he's that, up, right. I'm down, I'm yeah. up, he's down. Um, But what, how do y'all work?
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, I think balance is a myth. You know, I think that's how life is. Like you work really hard in one section of life, then you kind of recover and it's just that cycle. But so my husband is super passionate about a healthy lifestyle too. He's very healthy and active himself. And so his, our passions definitely overlap. And I always focused my coaching locally. And so 2016 last year was the first year I decided to kind of try the online scene and tried coaching virtually and that was a completely new world for me and something that is not my zone of expertise at all. Like I'm not interested (laughs) in it. I don't care about website, you know, it's just not what I'm passionate about. But thankfully my husband, um, his nine to five, he's an it manager. And so he is just, that is his language. That is his love language. And so whenever I need technical support, he's totally my guy and he's not just support, but we're like in this together. We strategize together, Um, and we want it to become something that is like a family business one day. So yeah, he is, he is like the left brain of the business and I am the right brain of the business and I'm still doing it part time. So we try to do it so that between the two of us, it kind of equals a full time, you know, we're putting in full time hours between the two of us and it's super fun. I mean, we have big, you know, we sit up at night and talk about all these dreams and visions we have, and it's just such a fun part of our marriage that I had, I would have never guessed would have been a part, you know, when you get married, you don't know what's going to, the future looks like. And I just would have never guessed in a million years that we would be doing this together. So it's, it's been a really good thing for our relationship.
1: That's awesome. So when do you find me time for just Shelly?
2: Oh my gosh. Well, I'll tell you a funny story. That's been a struggle because we were all sick in February. Oh gosh. (laughs) And so we had gotten into like this rhythm of like mommy gets out of the house one night a week and peace out, you know, I'm leaving. And that stopped because we were all like recovering from the flu. And so last night I tried to go out. I had this grand vision of going to Barnes and Noble. I was going to just get a book (laughs) and relax And my little girl wasn't happy about it, but we kind of settled her down. And then my little boy, the six-year-old, just something like, I don't know what happened, but he was not having it. And it ended up being like a a one-hour meltdown on the floor, and I didn't go anywhere. Right. And it was yeah, it just happens. And, you know, at some point, you just have to surrender because I was fighting. I was like, no, I'm going out. And sometimes your kids just, for whatever reason, like emotionally just need you. And I couldn't quite bring myself to leave. So but we have to practice that. So I, to answer your question, we try to do one night a week where I get out of the house and one night a week my husband gets out just to do whatever we want. Uh, he plays volleyball. So that's his thing. And mine is kind of just going to bookstores and browsing or going to target and like walking the aisles and, you know, (laughs) trying not to spend all my money.
1: (laughs) Right. You shouldn't go to a target then. (laughs) I shouldn't. I
2: really shouldn't. You're right. It's yeah, that's one other thing, but (laughs) <laughs> emotional right. target spending. I know,
1: <laughs> yes,
0: I know I have, I have a target problem too. Uh, yeah. So if people want to find out more about you and your services and yeah. or just stalk you because you're really cute and fun, uh, how do they,
2: how do they find you? Yeah. So I have a website, it's Shelly Robinson.com. And then I have a Facebook group and that is called, you can find me there at, um, I just changed the name. So I had to think about it. Rock your health, raise your Cool. So yeah, that's where I hang out the most. And I would love to have the listeners join if it sounds like a good fit.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much.
2: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Don't forget to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review if you'd like to be entered into our Mother's Day prize pack. Trust me, you want this prize pack. It is amazing. All you have to do to enter to win is head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Have a great day.